When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh. I'm all man when it comes to the crust. Yeah. SpaghettiOs is a soup. Wow. I'm a man of many earth tones. Uh, I think Cheerios are still hot. Cheerios? Cheerios are hot, babe. Ooh. It's like an avocado. It's raw. The deuce. <laughs> Hello and welcome. Oh, look at your shirt. It says Tully Family on it. It says Tully Family. I can't read backwards. Poconos Adventure. Just last year. Oh, where does the time go? Yeah, it was uh, was about six months ago. Did you guys go to the Poconos last year? No, we didn't. That's why we made the shirt. Well, that would be really fun if you didn't go and you made the shirt. I'd respect that more. We went. We didn't go there and buy the T-shirt, JMP. We went there and made the T-shirt like a bunch of loser goons. Sometimes you just got to lean into loser goondom when it comes to family. You know, I've Maybe, always, yeah, I've always said that. Um, yeah, the, the, yeah, we, I'm sure we talked about this. We all went out and stayed in some big kind of country ish house in the sort of country ish where, where, where classic American country meets, meets, uh, dollar general strip malls. Yeah. I know that land. I know it so well, but I don't remember this. I, I've, I've done a Pocono or two. Yeah. I poke, I've poked a nose. I don't remember this. I do remember the, oh, hi scenario with the wife yep oh that's going back a ways now that's that would have been last summer those are two very very different trips i can't keep up with your trips it it, you either go poconos or disney world those are the two spots you go to i've been to disneyland i spent the whole entire day at disneyland on sunday and it was not very different from the whole entire day that i spent at disneyland the preceding Sunday. I go to Disneyland so much, Jesse, you would think I like Disneyland. I yeah, I would think that you actually love it. You and your kids are there every freaking week. We, we did you, not get the passes to not use them. I think I might need a pass before I don't know where I'll end up forever, but it'd be a shame to live here and not have gone to Disney World. Or wait, which one is it? Disneyland. We got the land. Have you never nope. been? Have you never been to Disneyland? Oh no, I went to Disneyland on shrooms a few years back with uh, Justin Martindale. That tracks. He's lovely. <laughs> Met him recently. Didn't you get did? to did? Yeah, he was on the Ella show. I didn't get to get into the um, the Disney thing with him. You let me know ahead of time that he is. Oh a Disney yeah, adult. He's and I wanted to. I wanted to tear him a new one over that. I've never actually been able to, because Disney adults are deeply emotionally fractured they're just like gigantic large wounded children walking around and so you can't really attack them because they crumble they're obviously meek fragile beings or else they wouldn't be disney adults so i was really looking forward to talking to somebody who i knew could give and take a little bit so i could let him know you know finally finally be able to beat up somebody my own size when it comes to the the how how insanely ludicrous it is that at this point I'm fairly certain not, not that the grown-ups outnumber the children at Disneyland that's 
for sure the case, but that's because people have smaller families than they used to. You know what I mean? So if, if yep. two parents go with two adults and then two adults go without kids, well, there you go. It's four to two. I'm saying at this point in time, it's entirely possible. Just the parties, the adult only parties might well outnumber the parties who go with children. And there's just, I'm going to die on the hill that it's fucking weird for grownups to like Pokemon. And I don't care what kind of boomer that makes me. And I'm going to die on the hill that it is fucking weird that this many grownups are this into Disney. Have you seen the movies? They are for children. There's a bunch of boners in the movies. They're not just for children. Children. Last time I checked, children shouldn't be around boners. If you're into animated boners, there's something. There's a whole genre of shit coming out of Japan that will cut to the chase very effectively for you. I don't think anyone's into animated boners. I think mm. someone was disgruntled at Disney and yeah. tucked a bunch in. Tucked yeah. them in. I disagree with you about the adults going to Disney because I think what's happening is adulthood has officially gotten to the point of no return for people as far as difficulty and overwhelming sensation that they they being adults are dying to be kids again i think everyone's dying to be a kid again like being a child is a luxury right now because the way the world is and maybe it is it's always been this way we've had these conversations before but i do think at least for myself you're like, where is that inner kid? I need that inner kid back. I want to have a fun time. Where is this little whimsical bitch? I need to be able to have fun when I'm spending 45 minutes troubleshooting Mevo cameras. I need to be able to have fun. Yeah. That's that's a fair question. I, I That leads me to what I think is a fair and related question. I don't get a ton of like downtime me time where I both don't have anything to do and don't have something I probably should be doing (laughs) if there's nothing clear and present on the rare occasions that I'm like, I could kind of do any, it's, it's happening a little bit more now where the son is like, you know, he just turned 12 and he's, you know, going he's off. A gro- into, he's a little grown up. Yeah, he's going into bro world. And then the, the daughter has tons of friends around here. So every now and again, I do kind of find myself, it's like a Saturday afternoon at three and it's like, don't get me wrong. I've already recorded a podcast and I've already called my health insurance company about whatever, like I've been, I've done a full half day of adulting and it's the weekend and now it's like three o'clock and I just don't have to, at a certain point you need to confront that what you, you're not busy, you're a workaholic. If you even are confronted with, there's nothing you need to be doing right now, bud. And it's Saturday afternoon, just, just chill out. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I could, I could probably go and do this. Like, right. That's that's workaholic thinking. Oh no. But. Is that bad? If it makes you happy. Then it's not. Then it can't be that bad. I forget. Was that was that Socrates that said that, or was it Cheryl Crow? I forget. But <laughs> I honestly, I don't like for me to have fun. Well, you know what's fun? I know we we've been going really really hard nose to the grindstone. Me for sure. The wife like crazy, just on a whole other level. She just got a, a, a she got over a little hump at work today. A little bit of a decent milestone. She went through flying colors. So it's like, okay, this weekend, agreed, we're getting the steak, we're getting the crab, we're getting a couple of beers, we're going to put the yes. kids to bed, we're going to have a steak on Saturday night. That is that is fun, but outside of that, like if you go, hey, go have fun right now, I don't even know what my shit is. Like yeah, that. So the shit? question, is a very long question, but the question I put to you, when it's just time to have fun, 
If I took everything off your plate right now and you could just have Sunday fun day, what's what what's what does that mean to Jesse May Pelusa? You know, it's funny. Ron Funches asked me this question uh, about a month ago. We were both at a Hilarity for Charity event. Mm-hmm. Does he have and a podcast? A, I think he does. If it's not called Bunches of Funches, it's really... It, why even have it? You Is that what you were going to say? That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> I think if he doesn't have a I podcast, think he needs to have a podcast. He owes it to the world to have a podcast simply because he is the only person who can have a show called Bunches of Funches. Yeah, and I would totally, I would actually listen to that. He's just so delightful, and he, he really goes, is. So Jesse May, what's your thing? And I was like, Huh? He goes, Your your thing outside of stand up. What's your thing? And I was like, wow, I don't really know. It's been so long since I thought about my thing. And that's like one of the questions we should be asking ourselves. Like, what's your thing? My thing is napping. And that's not a good thing. That's like so my day off. Lame. It's so lame. That's I'm like gonna... on in terms of like life actual fulfilling hobbies. You know what? And I was gonna say it's directly on par with gardening, but I think that's being disrespectful to the gardening community. Oh no, gardening's an, a real. Uh, that's on the list for the blue zones around the world. People who garden because it is a relaxing and yet somewhat challenging to a certain degree hobby where you're using your brain, you're using your hands, and there's a hand-eye coordination going on. It's on a lot of lists for the blue zones around the world, but I also think I don't. I'll know tell you how, what's not on the list. I don't know if this can be proven, but being around other life is good for your life. Yeah, giving life for I sure. You, but just like like whether it's going out in the like volunteering with a bunch of orphans, or going out in the woods, or sitting there pruning bonsai trees, like literally interfacing with life. It, this is as hippy dippy as I'm gonna get. Is good. It, it, it renews your own vivacity your own the life force inside of you i'm sorry you were going to say no you get the ions you get all the ion charging you could ever want while your fingers are in the dirt is for real uh what's not on the list of people who live over a hundred in the blue zones around the world is napping i can guarantee you that's not on the list good sleep for sure but napping on your day off because you go too hard to the paint all week long it ain't good. It's for the birds. I keep saying that. It's for the birds. So my thing, I do love roller skating. I do love hanging out with my dogs. I don't know if that's lame. I love food. I love to eat. This episode of The Deuce is brought to you by Every Plate. Sizzle your way into the new year with $1 Steak for Life. I don't know about you. I have tried a lot of these meal prep services Everyone sounds good, but they just, they left me cold for some reason or another. Finally, with every plate, I found a meal prep service that checks all the boxes. It is so easy. Trust me, you can cook this stuff in six steps or less, 30, 45 minutes max. It is so much cheaper than going to a restaurant. It is so much cheaper than getting delivery. Plus, it saves you the time of going to the grocery store. And most importantly, it's delicious. You're going to love the meal. Your partner's going to think that you're a gourmet cook all of a sudden, and your kids are going to love the food as well. Also, every plate is sustainable. They offset 100% of their delivery emissions, so you can enjoy having dinner brought to your door ready for you to prepare totally guilt-free. 
What are you waiting for? You can get a meal for $1.49 plus $1 Steaks for Life by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code 49DEUCE. Subscription must be active to qualify and redeem the $1 steak, and I highly suggest it. $1 steak is living large. Get started with Every Plate for just $1.49 per meal plus $1 Steaks for Life by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code 49DEUCE. Subscription must be active to qualify and redeem $1 steak. Well, I want to come back to something, but... Am I getting to a thing? Am I closer? <laughs> no. No, you're really not. Okay, you tell me what your thing is and maybe I'll find out what my thing is. Well, I'm just saying I don't have one. Like, my thing... It, okay, like, so I don't feel so bad. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. It, it depends on what you mean by thing, because like... The, where fun, the thing you want to do for fun. Right, music, music. When I have the time, that's what I do. I come down here and I'm working on songs and stuff. But okay, the problem drawing. with the problem with me is that I the blessing and the curse is that I've systematically gone through life and turned things that I have done for fun, I've been able to turn them into jobs, which is great, except that it turns the thing that was fun for you into a job. You know what I mean? Yes, that's a tricky situation. But music is definitely the thing. But I feel like that's only kind of half the answer because that's not just like me goofing off. Yeah, no, because you're still putting forth a lot of effort. So I'm saying like the thing that you do that when you do it, you feel so free. Yeah, okay. Walking around in New York City. That is actually my thing. Like when I I just want to get back to New York so that my family understands me and and understands this about me, that I'll hang out with them for a while. And then when they settle into their chairs for the evening and it's just going to go like Jeopardy, Wheel of Fortune, CNN, Stephen Colbert, James Corden, love you guys. See you in the morning. I'm just hopping on the bus and I'm just getting off the train at West 4th Street Mm. and just hitting my New York groove and just cruising around is that is my like yeah I, I mean it's a horrible like some scenario where it's like you're you're perfectly fine but you're gonna die in a week and you don't have your family anymore so you know like it's not just like well obviously I should spend some time with the kids like that is the first actually walking around New York City is the closest thing that I can think of to like a hobby of mine. And which, which is not ideal seeing as how I live nowhere near there. No, but that's a good hobby, I think. Walking around New York is such a unique experience and the energy. I know people talk about the energy, but there really is this sort of wild energy in the streets of New York. And there's living in LA, the perspective is so different because LA doesn't have this sort of, at least for me, it doesn't feel like it has this web of interconnectivity the not way New York all. does. Not, not even close, no. Right, and don't you think it's because New York is a bipedal city? People are walking. It's a lot it's a pedestrian of pedestrian town. There's people are living literally on top of each other, and that's in a, LA, that's, that's, it's that's too a, spread out. Yeah, no, that's another big part of it. No, it's L.A. is more of like a is is more of like a like a like a beautiful woman behind a veil, where you just like you never know what's happening around this corner and in this backyard and to me like half of the seduction of this town and i do love it here i I might well live here the rest of my life even if i move tomorrow i've spent a decent chunk of my life here it's just those hills and it's that sign and it's that sign up there and just what sign the hollywood sign yeah that's a huge part of it for me you love what do you love about la besides the hollywood sign and that pizza place I do like the pizza place. Um, what oh, do gosh. I love about LA? 
I think it's just it retains. Oh, I'll tell you what. I'll answer your question by tell, by answering something completely unrelated. You know what I like about Disneyland? Hmm. I like walking into Disneyland. Actually, I don't like right when you walk in where all the people are standing and taking photos in front of the flower Mickey. But when you go around that and then you go on to Main Street USA, I really like that because that's the only thing about the experience of going there that almost without fail reminds me of when I was a kid and I went to Disney World for the first time and just like, I may as well have been stepping on the moon. Holy fucking shit. This is it. I am in Disney World and it's it's just as good as I imagined. And I don't get that from the rides or Space Mountain and stuff. I get that from, from Main Street USA. I really feel like so much of what drives me and what pleases me is like chasing highs that I associate with youth. And I really do think it was Los Angeles. Hollywood just mm. meant so much in the 80s when I was growing up. And I just don't get tired of it. That it's like, I'm I'm here. I could be anywhere on earth, but I'm I'm here. This is where, I don't really know how much magic really happens here anymore, but this is where the magic has happened <laughs> and it's and it's no and it's like you just think of <laughs> that's so sad you just think of every entertain i love entertainment so, i mean just it, it hits me on such like a deep level pop entertainment you know what i mean i'm like a smart person i probably profile as somebody who should have this super twerpy criterion collection taste but i don't i actually really love like popcorn entertainment and i love looking at that sign and going we're all out here we're all playing the game and we're trying to see if we can get our little like the jefferson's movie Move on up, get our little piece of the pie. And that's the same, that's the same thing that Cary Grant came here for. And that's the same thing that Guns N' Roses came here for. And that's the same thing that Jimmy Stewart came here for. And that's the same thing that just you name them came here. I'm I'm glad that at least one of those references was in the past few years. I love old Hollywood. I know you do. I know I, yeah. your, your your references are 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 fantastic. But what's so great about that is because it hasn't changed. You know that view of the hills is it's it's the same as it was in 1930. It's probably a little bit more brown now, but that's about it. Can I ask you? Did they call it Hollywoodland? Yes, that's right. Supposedly it was a they built um, a real estate development up there. It was supposed to be second homes for people who lived in cold climates. And so they would get there. So they would at one um, summer, they brought a bunch of rich people out here and walked them around. And uh, I used to live. Did you ever go up Beachwood Canyon? It's a really neat little little I drive. Think I have. That's there's a bunch of ways to get to the Hollywood sign, but that's kind of the most probably the the, the most used one. And and you go through this adorable little center of town, and there's a tiny little grocery store there, and like the guy who works in the meat department looks like he comes straight out of 1940s Hollywood, or at least he did when I lived there and his little coffee counter in there. It's just really cool. And, um, all the, a lot of the houses up there, the old houses up there are really silly and funky. There's this real deep, um, kitsch to classic Los Angeles, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, uh, architecture and, 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 and culture. And so one summer they brought all these people out there and like, do you want to have a house in Hollywood land? And I guess there's Holly up there or something. And people bought their plots and then they picked their design of, I want to have like a shitty little Swiss chalet that looks like the seven dwarves would live in it. Or I want to have this, or I want to have that. And they went away and the next year they came back and all those houses were built. And that was, that was Hollywood land. 
That is one thing about this town. The style of homes is so eclectic. Mm-hmm. It looks like people who, all different types of people built the homes. Like there's yeah. like, like you say, Swiss chalets, and then there's like Spanish and the flop houses. Those are my favorite architectural design that LA has. Just when like you a, say, I've, I've heard the phrase, the term <laughs> flop houses many times. I've never, uh, I don't know that I know what the actual definition is. Oh, I could describe it for you. It's it's a, it's actually, most flop houses are dingbats. I don't know if you know what dingbat is, this architectural style. It's a house you drive under with a carport underneath. That's a dingbat. And um, the, the, the flop house has no... The screens are hanging. The screens have been pushed out of the window frame. Some of the screens hang on just a little bit out of the window frame. Down, they've been kicked and bent. So the 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 screens have been misshapen, bent, and are hanging out of the window. And then the other window will have no curtain. And then one of the windows will have a curtain. It's not really a curtain as much as it is a um, Bob Marley tapestry that goes over the window frame. Now, when you walk into a flop house, you can't see anything. It doesn't matter how bright it is outside because they don't let any light in. There's smoke and a lot of people are smoking various things. It's not just marijuana. There's all sorts of things that are being smoked. There's turkey being smoked. There's crack. There's a baby crying. You'll never find the baby. You won't know where the baby is. (laughs) The baby is crying eternally. And we don't even know if it's a baby or if it's the, the, in, inner child of whoever's stoned on the mattress that's on the floor that serves also as the communal couch as much as it might be their internal crying child there's a few rottweilers there's always rottweilers and there's also various pizza boxes some have pizza some have hot pizza it's not hot because it's fresh it's hot because they haven't paid any of their bills and it's summertime. <laughs> I'll go on and on. I'll stop. But that's your traditional flop house in California. That Just to give you a little bit of a picture of what it feels like to live there. Do you want to move in? Because in a year, it could be yours. If you leave and come back. Right, yeah. <clears throat> and when they finally flip it, it probably would sell for like $1.7 million. Oh, yeah. You flip a flop house, you're getting a sweet penny. You're getting a sweet, knock, sweet penny. Bought a knockdown flop house. I've never heard the term. I, I obviously heard it used pejoratively, but dingbat. I looked it up. You're absolutely right. I know. Yeah, dingbat. There's one. Uh, Can I show you? Uh, I'm not going to be able to find it. Yeah, show me, and I have to adjust this light because my forehead's too hot. So you keep talking. But Are I we taking a you. break in the show? No, because I'm looking for. Oh my god, I'm looking through my phone, and I I I drove around today videotaping uh, a homeless person's van. So there's these people. What do you mean? How did you videotape their van? That sounds illegal. Are you supposed to be doing that? Well, I don't think you're supposed to be videotaping while you're driving. I'm pretty sure of that. But um, so there's there there had been a homeless camp uh, underneath our uh, underneath our nearby overpass, and they kicked them out, which led them to move even closer to my home. And then full credit to um, the the local council woman and her crack staff, no pun intended. They uh, they 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 took the uh, necessary legal measures and they went over and they finally were able to say to those people, 
Wow. No, nobody wants you living on the street. We were able to provide you beds and services, and they knew full well the people would be like, I don't want that. I want, I'd rather, I'm pretty cool actually just hanging out here on this corner, living in a tent and smoking meth in front of children See? with my butt hanging out. And so they're they like, okay, care. well, given that, you are going to have to leave. And so the tents are off the streets, but they can't. They can't, um, but then there's the people who are like living in weird vehicle sorts right. of things. And none of those vehicle sorts of things are registered. So what the woman who uh, from the local council members staff told me was pretty much the police need to catch those people operating those in the act to be able to, uh, to, to take, do anything, to, to take them and, and then. And then literally just this morning, I saw somebody, it's the weirdest, craziest thing to me. There's like four or five, you know, vehicles in a row that anybody with a brain can tell someone is living in. And somehow there was a space in between two of them. And as we were, I was driving the kids to school this morning, I saw somebody parallel parking there. (laughs) And I'm just like, oh my God, you're going to, I mean, parking is not tricky to get in my neighborhood. You know this, like you do not want to park there. How stupid can you possibly be? But it's only because of that I saw the van that they were parking behind. And after I drove home from dropping the kids off and I went to my yoga class, I saw that van rolling around. And I'm like, ooh, I don't know if they're allowed. I don't know if they're allowed to drive that one or not. And so, and I have the card and the the email address from Lee. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to risk everybody's life, including my own. (laughs) And I'm going to videotape these guys in the act to see if I can get them. See if I can get them booted. I'm still trying to find this is so negligent and uh, disrespectful to our listeners that as I'm talking, I'm really just scrolling through photos because I saw my favorite dingbat. Ooh, I see dingbats in LA are pretty cool. You capture a couple of them and they're sometimes they have really cool art deco design Mm -hmm. or cool font. I love the fonts. You're going to love this one. I'm going to keep going until I find it because it's going to be worth it to me and me only. Um, so you mentioned, uh, you mentioned roller skating. Yeah. Roller skating is one of my favorite things to do. I feel free when I roller skate. Do you own a pair of roller skates? I own a pair of roller skates. Of course I do. I own a pair for sure. It's a pair of moxies that I paid a sweet two or 300 bucks for and they're leopard Mm -hmm. print and they're right. They're actually in the studio. Okay. Keep them safe and sound here. They're a hot pair of of skates. Can you do three sixties? Yes, I can do 360s both ways. Do you do 360s? Yes. Will Is I it? see you out in Venice? I have gone to the Venice skate park. Why do I have pictures of dog feces? Come and knock on our door. You have pictures of dog poop in your phone? That's a responsible dog owner thing, I feel, to know what... What's I just going say, on in your dog poop? Well, the thing is, I because we're very visible dog owners in the neighborhood, and I just I wanted to call out other people who are not picking up their poop because since we're uh, since I'm always out there throwing the ball for Iggy Dog, I would uh, my neighbors could be forgiven for assuming if they see poop out there that it is mine, or rather his. <laughs> people with the poop thing, people look. I understand stepping in shit is horrible. We all step in it, but neighbors who get annoyed by it. If it's if it's just it happens once in a while, uh, who cares? Honestly, who cares? My neighbors get so there's one neighbor that gets so bent out of shape. It's like, man, chill out. Really? No, but no, but I'm I'm with them. Oh, here I found it. Yes. Oh, this was so not worth it, but it's totally worth it. You're gonna you ready for this? This is a dingbat. This is my favorite dingbat. Can you read it? Crappy apartments. <laughs> 
That's great. Where is it? It looks like it's in Hollywood. Is that it's like on? on it, uh, no, it's it's like on Overland in Palms. Oh God, that's crappy. great. C R A P I. Do you think it's crappy? It's pronounced crappy. No, it, dude, it's it fucking crappy. crappy. It's uh, how see crappy. It could be crappy, but like, how far can you make it in life when your last name is crappy? Before you learn that. Maybe you don't want to change that because you don't want to disrespect your elders or whatever. But like, you can't ride with that. You're gonna you're gonna get the double take every single time somebody. Re- you could have named him anything. You could have named it the Lorna Lou, like most of them are called. Yeah how how big is your ego that you don't even care that your last name makes it sound worse? Yeah, like literally, you're. I, I'm not even joking. If I'm desperate for a place to live, well, that's I'm going to live in crappy apartments. But if I have multiple options, I need crappy apartments to be $200 less per month for the exact same space just because if and when. Like, I'm going to bring a girl home and she's going to be like, you live in, like, literally crappy apartments. <laughs> like, I need, I need... It's like, uh, like, like, I always wonder, you know, like when people have, like, yellow or orange sports cars. It's like... Well, you got a discount on that, right? Like, because that's the only reason anybody on earth should be driving like an orange Lamborghini is because it was cheaper. Like, I have my price. I could live in crappy apartments if you made them low and affordable, but I'm not paying fair market value for a literal crappy apartment. It would be great if you open the door and it's glorious. <sighs> yeah, That'd but it'd be it wonderful. Ain't. If you open the door and the floor plan doesn't even make sense, you're like, how? This looks much smaller inside. Like, you open the door and you have a view of the Hollywood sign but there's a hill behind your house that goes up but yet you still have a view of the hollywood sign that's fancy and you have a butler thinking. and there's like oh. a tree in the middle of it do you have that a bonsai dream? garden do you have that dream i have that i have that dream somewhat frequently where you like your house is way cooler and you like find extra rooms and stuff and you're like oh my god this place is so awesome and then you and it feels so real and then you wake up and you're like oh wah, wah. I don't actually no. have I don't actually have a basketball gymnasium in my house that I never noticed before. You never had that dream? That's pretty common. No, that's real sad. I think you need, the, you need some ginkgo biloba and some magnesiums. Well said. What um what what is your most frequent genre? What, what, what? is what is your most frequent genre of dream? Horror, nightmare fuel, Duh. creatures chasing me. Um, I, I had a really crazy dream. Uh, I can't say names out of respect for people, but I had a dream about my friends. Of, uh, how do I say this? A friend of mine has a family member who died under unfortunate circumstances. And Lyle I never... and Eric Menendez. <laughs> yes. Uh, JonBenet Ramsey's <laughs> <laughs> brother. Pretty tight with Kitty Ramsey. <laughs> Do you like pineapple? <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't get it. What's pineapple? There's this whole pineapple thing. Like they found pineapple in her stomach or something. We can't. We don't have to go down that road. No, we sure it's don't. One of the de- it's one of the details of the of the murder case. But I had this dream the other night, and my dreams have become very visceral ever since both my parents died. They're much more real. And I had a dream about my friend's family member who passed under unfortunate circumstances. And my, also my friend was in the dream and I was there with my friend and she was kind of doing something in a um, place in a recording studio. And I saw her family member who I never met in real life. I didn't know who this person looked like in real life. 
And in the dream, they were very clear. And the family member comes over and hugs me. And, and then I look up a photo of this person's family member and it almost looked identical to the person in the dream. <gasps> this happened a few nights ago. Whoa. That's pretty weird. Well, how stereotypical did this person look? Because if you tell me it was like somebody's Italian grandma, like everybody's no. Italian grandma looks like Ronnie James Dio. It was a specific person. And the fact that I saw their face so clearly mm-hmm. made me want to Google because mm-hmm. I was it was fresh on the mind. You know how that all the dream drugs wear off and the details get foggy? Well, they were still fresh. I was like, I got to look this up because this is too weird. Yeah. And uh, the person was very identical to what happened in my dream. And it it made my friend feel better to know that that had happened. That's nice. That's yeah, so nice. I have, I guess I'm a, a, a conduit of other people's I'm past. A little bit of a clairvoyant. I guess I'm like super, I am like extra special. I am going to go ahead and predict that in our lifetime, Jesse May Peluso, they're going to have the technology to show you videos of your dreams. There was there, a mo- I feel like they're, there they're was really... a movie that had that. Um, what dreams Lawnmower may come. Man? Oh, I didn't see that. With Robin Williams. Oh, yeah. I think it was in that. I could be wrong, but that, you saying this, there was a movie that. So, and also, Minority Report kind of had a variant of that. Where Probably. the oracles, the the triplets, the precogs, yes, their visions were projected onto screens. That's what they used for mm-hmm. them to go and police the world. Which I highly, I think we should instill that in society. We could use some precogs, couldn't we? We could totally use some precogs. At okay, least I'm getting, Venice. I'm getting a vision. Somebody around the corner from my house is going to smoke meth and then lower their pants when I drive past with my children. Can I go Deal arrest with them it. now? Deal with it. Love is love. That's LA's response. Oh, please. They're doing the best they can. I understand. I understand what they're up against. You know Are what they? I mean? Well, I know that my local council person, look, d- democracy works. The smaller the group of people who are electing people to govern themselves, the more effective it is and the more accountable it is and you know when you wouldn't nobody was ever nobody ever was thinking that we were going to have like one president to be in charge of 330 million people it's completely That's crazy it's completely impossible it's yeah. insane but what were we like, thinking on like a council level like it's one of those things where you kind of have to draw your line in the sand which is like what's the priority the give the benefit of the doubt to the person who's suffering on the street or give the benefit of the doubt to all the people who live in the neighborhood who have homes. And as soon as you pick, you can't really straddle that. As soon as you decide that one side is the priority over the other, people on the other side are going to get fucked over. You know what I mean? Like we could easily elect somebody, you know, Rick Caruso, the guy who built the Grove, lifelong Republican, ran unsuccessfully. Well, I didn't vote for him for mayor, but he did run and 
he would have been more on the side of we need to clean up the streets and like nobody disagrees with that but then there would be a flood of stories of look what they are doing ripping people off the streets and here's a mom who has two kids and they put in this shelter and now they and 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 now uh you know and now her eight-year-old daughter has become the head of a mexican gang as the result as a result of it like there's just no you can't you can't have it both ways and we tried we have leaned hard into compassion for the people who are on the street. And now we're dealing with all the side effects of that. And so we're going to overreact and go the other way. And then we'll start to hear the, hear the horror stories of people getting taken off the street. And then we'll lurch back the other way in another 10, 15 years. I can't wait for the lurch back. I'm going to have a lurch back party when that happens. Hey, you mentioned ghosts and you reminded me. Did you see where? What happened? Suzanne Summer, you know who Suzanne Summers is? That's oh my god, that's so crazy! I was just say, oh, oh my god, I might have a little bit of a thing. Like I don't know, just like, kind of like a sixth sense. Like um, uh, I was just fucking singing the, the. I'm picturing you roller skating out there in classic roller, not roller blades, but skates doing three sixties on yeah. the the Venice Boardwalk, and I was singing. The Three's what? Company theme song. Come on, And lo and behold, the ghost of Suzanne Summers is in the news. What did she do? Did she haunt Jim? Uh, well, she died. No, I know that. But like, did Suzanne Summers' ghost show up someplace? Yes, at her house that she used to live in. Her widower believes that um that suzanne he is 87 years old and he said that there were three separate occurrences in one day that led him to believe that his beloved suzanne uh is still in his midst in spirit form he was visited by a hummingbird <laughs> flew into the house and all of a sudden starts doing the thigh master yeah, which hummingbirds are known to do this time of year. So it's nothing <laughs> special. I've seen hummingbirds use a thigh master regularly. Can you still get a thigh master? For sure. They're probably so expensive. I wonder if that stock think went I, up when she died. We, we need a vintage thigh master. You don't think anybody is currently mastering I think my mom might have a thigh master. When I clean out the house, I'll let you know. But what a great way to go through a pod just using the thigh master. It might look a little weird because you're going to be like bopping around like this. This is what the movement would be if I was using the thigh master. But what a great workout. Yeah, it looks like you have to pee. Yeah, it looks uh, like you're just nervous and, you know, excited to do whatever you have to do next. So it appears to me that the only place that one can currently buy a new thigh master is, um, is on SuzanneSummers.com. Oh, well, then we should go buy them all and sell them mm. on DeucePod.com. Well, you can get... <laughs> <laughs> you can get an OG Thighmaster for 75 bucks there, or you can get a knockoff on my new favorite website, Timu. No. For you five, can't do a knockoff Thighmaster. Suzanne Summers is dead. How dare you? For $5.18. Oh, that's a deal. That's a good deal. What were yeah. the other two visits that the old guy, was okay. it like shadows in his cataracts? There's no way that guy's got good vision. So he, he says, a, humming, a hummingbird flew into our house, made the rounds in the kitchen, the living room, and the dining room, and then it hovered in front of a framed photo of the two of them together in happier living years before it landed on top and stayed there. He said he's got a picture of the hummingbird on the, on the, um, 
picture, but he, he did not provide it to the New York Post, which is where I'm getting my information from currently. <laughs> then, he says, the fireplace started all by itself, which is probably a thing that you just... I have a button operated. Like, the, the hummingbird didn't, you know... Don't take arrive. away the magic of the moment, Tully. If you're going to feel Disneyland magic, you got to feel death magic. Fireplace started all by itself and music from her favorite composer started playing out of nowhere. And he said, no one's ever heard of this guy. Her favorite, you know, Suzanne Summer's obviously a deep aficionado of classical music. She didn't get oh, we all that, know that. That played out Brahms, Schubert bullshit. She got the deep cuts from the classical world. And then when he was falling to sleep that night, he could feel her laying beside him. And gave him a hummer. Ah! Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, they did speak in 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 uh, like more frequently than anybody wished they would about their uh, vigorous and frequent sex trysts. Oh yeah, I definitely don't need to hear. She was how like, they thrusted. I don't need to hear about that. Her mastering his thighs whatsoever. Are we nice. done? Uh, yeah. Oh, I guess so. I guess so. Shall we? Okay. Dance? Bye. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.